Welcome back to Two Smart Guys and a Friend. I'm Jesse. I'm Will. What up? Hey, man. It's good to see you. It's good to see you, sir. So, uh, you know, this election in November is going to be wild because Trump obviously wants to beat Biden if he's the nominee. Yeah. But so does Biden. He does. I saw that clip. Yeah. He looks pretty devoted and fired up and sure of himself, I might add. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I heard a, a new thing from Biden. He said that, you know, you're not white if you don't vote for him. Yeah, well, that's not what he said, though. Oh, is it not? No, he said you're not black if oh. you have to choose between him or Trump. Oh. And you vote for Trump, you ain't black no more. No, so, you know, so, who's... So, so, if I was black and I voted for Trump or anyone else, does that mean I can go down to the DMV and change my... I think you can anyway now, right? That's true. Yeah. Because I can identify the squid if I want to. Yeah. And they have to provide a bathroom for squids. Yeah. Wherever you work, they would have to have a squid only. Because, you know, you don't want people looking at your tentacles. Fuck no. <laughs> Not looking at my tentacles. Uh, I bet that comes up a lot when you're, you know, bartending or whatever. No, nah, we don't talk about none of that. No squids? No, no squids. Men and women. I wonder why there's not a lot of... Uh, the other gender bathrooms. That kind of was a fad. They have to decide. It ain't a fad. It's coming back now. The less people die, now they have time to focus on other shit. I just haven't seen it lately. Yeah. It seems like it was about two years ago that was like dire importance. Yeah. But now we just got back to, hey, I need a place to Look, take. that fits perfect. <laughs> We're looking at a coaster and a spell template in here. It yeah. is uncanny. Is it darkness? I'm guessing. I think it must be. Darkness. So, how's your weekend been at this point? Pretty lazy. Uh, you know, we went to the show Friday, went out okay. again. Good food, got to hang out outside. There was quite a few flies, but other than that, I mean, it is a seafood restaurant. So Seafood restaurant outside of North Louisiana. Yeah. Pretty close to the river, close enough. Uh, Humidity sun. Yeah. Well, we were in the shade, but... I was when I yeah when I got to the car when we left and sat in when the air conditioner came on it was so cold because I literally had like a force field of sweat <laughs> around my whole body <laughs> and my shirt was you know fresh off the lawn it felt like awesome. overnight <laughs> a little dewy awesome. it was a good show. It was well, fun. I did talk to Katie. She's going to come back and be on the show soon. I don't know exactly when, but it will be in the next couple of weeks. All right, cool. So we had a suggestion for a movie. Uh, <laughs> Who exactly is responsible for the suggestion? Uh, just a guy online. But here's the thing. I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus, but we watched The Color Out of Space. Or Color Out of Space. I don't know if it was The Color. It's an H.P. Lovecraft story. So technically, it's horror. There's definitely no jump scares. Now, there's two of these, maybe even more, but 
the one we watched was from 2012. It's a German movie. Yeah. Oh, I, I will tell you, I watched the same version. I wasn't sure once I picked it. I was like, is this, can this be right? And then the other one is a Nicolas Cage movie from this year. Yeah. Which has worse ratings. Which is hard to imagine. Yes. Very hard to imagine because it was... I As I was watching it at one point, I looked at Tony and said, I feel like we could make this with our phones right now. This same exact thing. I think you could. I think if you tried, if you set up most of those scenes with your phone, by default, it would look better. And I want to point something out. I don't know if you notice this. In, 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 in the context of like the whole movie, this makes me even more frustrated. You remember the scene at the beginning where there's a guy that looks like a bald David Spade? Yeah. In a library. He was the, he works at Arkham though. The right. Muscatonic. Yeah, yeah. That was the one tie but, to the HP Lovecraft. You know they weren't even in a library. That was a green screen. <laughs> yeah, no, there was a lot of green screen. Or it wasn't green screen. It, because at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. credited, there was a character, a person, a character. There was a person who was credited with doing all the oil painting backdrops. Okay. Well, so it was all painted. Yeah. Okay, here's my take on this. The main guy looked like a young, and maybe it was just the hair to me and the skinny face, but he looked like a young George Harrison. I mean, yeah. I the, the son. I don't yeah. know if he was the main guy. And the twist at the end was like, okay, you spent eight seconds revealing this, so there's Did nothing. Did you see the little, the little scenes and graphics after the... the yeah, where it was, where, what city was that, Berlin or something? Yeah. Here's one thing I want to say before. All right, we'll just tell the story. Something crash lands. Something crash lands and this before is World War II. Germany. Yeah, into a farm. There's a guy. And and it's framed by the fact that the, the, this son is looking for his dad, who has disappeared back over to Germany, where he was after World War II. Yeah. And so the son is talking to a guy who used to be a farmer near the Gardner's Gardner's farm. Which, which is, is where the meteor crashed. Which is where his dad was a medic, and he ran. He was into, a doctor, yeah. Yeah, who and he ran into this person he's talking to. Yeah. who's coming back from the front as a German soldier. Yeah. So I just want to say, <laughs> I don't even care about sharing the story because whatever. Go read the book or the short story, <laughs> but they're walking. They got to walk past his farm to get into the valley, right? Yeah, right. And they just walk in like it's whatever. And then they're carrying all this shit back and forth. But then it doesn't really, because he doesn't tell that part of the story. First, he's telling about how his dad was there. And then he goes back. It's like flashbacks within flashbacks, right? He's telling the story. Feet. Yeah. Before it even gets to that, though, his dad's looking in the through the binoculars as a young medic doctor. And... That shit is so far away. But when it shows them walking, they're just like, no, nah, we're just going to take a stroll to this yeah, other farm. Okay. And so to finish summarizing the story before we jump into this, so there's a meteorite that crashes. There's apparently some alien entity, imagine that, that comes down with it. Scientists dick around in excruciating detail about going back and forth about it. And then <laughs> it, it slowly disappears the in the water after this thing disappears. And over a period of time, it kills people and makes them crazy. 
And that's basically the story. And the dad inexplicably has disappeared from the United States, and he's standing in the woods over there, and he finds him and takes him home. And that's really the narrative of the whole thing. But here's the thing. At the end, did any of that happen? Well, okay, so I have a question for you. You remember the picture that I sent you, the thing at the very beginning? Mm -hmm. Detective Ward? What the fuck does that have to do with anything? He was telling him his dad was missing. Okay, that was what that was. Yeah. He was like, your dad missing. So he went to the library and found out he had went to Germany. Okay. Which is where I go to find out where people Yeah. Know. Well, because his dad worked at Arkham. Okay. Well, and I he just, had trained, but just, never let went. Let's break this down. This movie pissed me off because <laughs> this movie wasted my time. Well, it was only, the worst thing. It was only 85 minutes. It wasted 85 <laughs> minutes, dude. There's so much in that movie that I was like, come the fuck on. And I realized, okay, there's parts about it that I appreciate what they're doing. And I like it when movies make your brain do a little work to assemble stuff. That's fine. I don't mind that. And I know if you're telling a Lovecraft story, then you're going to have to have that dread and slow pace and it sneak up on oh, you. Oh, I was dreading. close the circle. The problem was, no. you know what? there was no dread. It was like, okay, well, it's a little weird. Why don't you fucking people do shit differently? Well, every time I paused it, my dread was, I still have 40 minutes left. I know. It does not fucking end. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Maybe it's it's a metaphysical thing because it, it seems like it says 85 minutes, but that's not 85 mm -mm. minutes. Mm -mm. It's at least three times that much of your soul energy. So, at the end... And I knew from the very get-go with the whole black and white that they're going to do the color thing on the alien. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I was hoping they wouldn't because, you know, the whole point is they you describe the color as something that you couldn't. It was sinister. It's indescribable, but it's purple. Yeah. Purple, right. So, yeah, they've never seen purple before. You know, royalty and shit over there and all right. that. That's their color. But uh, and it's but it's like a little weak ass purple, too. It wasn't even like if you're going to throw color in a black and white, make it. Like yeah, yeah. Make it hurt. But and apparently the newer version than Nicolas Cage is in is like super colorified. So, okay. but my, my nitpick is, so at the end it just shows him killing the boy for one thing. Uh, I mean, obviously there was some sort of color cause when they go to look at the, so they never threw grenades in the well. Right. Cause that shows the doctor looking in the well and he's like, there's nothing in here. I, don't, I was so confused. I don't, no, know. I don't think it's the same well. I gave up at that point. I think that's the well of the German soldier. Oh. Because remember, he was the neighbor of the, of yeah. the people. Yeah, but I mean, they were literally like 18 miles away. Yeah, but I think the point was this shit has traveled through the ground. Mm. That was, that's what I took from it. So, okay. But it shows him throw the little boy into the well, the one who's like, where's he at? He's missing. Yeah. I can't remember names. They're German names. Like, like Wolfhard. I don't know. But, yeah. <laughs> I, I just did. I think he's telling this story, but none of that. That may be. And then at the know. end, the dad, just like when he cranks the car up, his, he opens his eyes like it's some sort, like he's about to kill him, I guess. I guess. I don't know. I didn't care about that. I was, I was, yeah. I was like, this shit is over with. This needs to be done. <laughs> yeah. And then, the gif basically at the end of the pipe because it just kept repeating the same sequence of going through those same little pipe stuff. 
I'll break it down for you. It's in the water. It's going to get everybody. As it's Lovecraft, there's nothing we can do about it. You're yeah, gonna, except okay. it. I know. I just was like. You could have probably done that in a really. You know, now I just want to watch a straight up jump scare movie and <laughs> fucking. So com- maybe this was com- actually a palate cleanser for me. <sighs> now you're like, hey, come on. Yeah, like, let's just go back and watch The Exorcist. Yeah. Because that was scary when I was eight. Fuck yeah, it's scary. Yeah, or Friday the 3rd. Third, okay, third, so Nightmare on Elm Street, the original, was kind of scary. What make, what's the difference between The Exorcist and this as far as why it scares you? Let me ask you this. Are you afraid of an alien coming from space, getting a well, and contaminating your water? No. I'm not either. Are you, on the other hand, plausibly afraid of possession? It could happen, and you have, you're powerless against it. No. Well, but it could. Yeah, okay. I but mean, so could aliens, if that's the case. Sure, it could. But I'm not worried about I'm not worried about the shit in the well. You know what I'd do if it was in the well? I'd go somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, but that was their life. I, I understand the yeah, story. I do, too. I do, too. I'm not saying it was bad. I, I'm nothing against the Lovecraft. No. That movie pissed me off. Yeah, it did. At least it was free. <laughs> yeah, well, and you know, the Nicolas Cage version is probably better. But it's got worse ratings on everything. everything. Yeah, that's probably true. It probably has 200 people have voted on it as opposed to right. more. So. I mean, it could be that everybody that watched, you know, the one that we watched are friends of the German people. So oh, yeah. Cousins. I mean, so, I mean, we're probably friends. I know there was a guy whose first name was Tobin was on the crew, so... We're probably not related because that's his first name, but still. Never know, dude. I know, but did you notice in the credits, did you watch? There's a lot of fans and jeans. No, I, I was done by <laughs> I just verified that we were at the credits. I did the little fast forward down there. To see the city? <laughs> I saw the city and went to Because there's, there's 10 minutes left of credits at that point. What? Uh, I, as soon as no. the city popped up, I was like, I'm out. Yeah, but I'm, I'm like, okay, come on. Is there an after credit scene? No, we're black to the end. All right, I'm so, out. yeah, it should have showed like one of the other worldly. Anyway, it was waste. And maybe he was talking about the newer. And apparently the Nicolas Cage story focuses just on the gardeners. Okay. And they're. And look, there's nothing with that story. That it couldn't be truly frightening, and it couldn't be done in a way like that. Of course, the idea is something coming from elsewhere, and it fucks up your family, and you can't possibly, you know, process it as a human being. And yeah, it could be told that way. It's just what this, you know, it's once again, it's like I've talked about before about kung fu movies. How there's shit that's happening with like the body language of the characters that because I'm not, you know, I'm not Asian, I don't, or you know. Japanese or Chinese or Korean or whatever they are, whatever. So Asian fits all that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. But my point is, I, I don't know which, I'm not a Kung Fu connoisseur. I don't know which that is. Uh, I think it's Chinese, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it doesn't matter. The point is, there's things happening on screen that I'm not responding to. Okay. Have thing. you seen Kung Fu Hustle? No. Oh, you would like it. Okay. I probably would. I'm nothing against it. I think that's cool. But I don't like it when a, for a film to work, if it's, there's subconscious cues that I'm not picking up on. Yeah, I, it doesn't make it bad. I felt art. like we were missing something, like in the German. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And it may be great, but it's for my entertainment consumption, it does not work. I'm like, I get all these, you know, because I like David Lynch, and I'm looking at this like, okay, there's some shit in here that's kind of like the way that they he does some stuff, like these really long scenes and stuff, but yeah, really it never connects. Pays off, yeah. yeah. Like he listens to the whole story. 
until it gets to the part about his dad and then leaves. He's like, no, I got more to tell you. And he's like, good day, sir. Did you also wonder about, it's like, okay, the guy's going to stay in the pub to closing time and we only got up to what happened. To yeah. Like, fuck, were you, you slow rolling it? God dang, dude. Like, dude, you got 20 minutes. Or yeah, speed up, bro. We're just going to get another beer? Yeah, come on. Like, and the, I took this as weird, too. It's like he's following the guy. Like, this made me actually laugh out loud. He goes up to the door. But that's not what they wanted. And himself. he stops, and he points at it and looks back at him and goes, I live here. <laughs> and then he looks back at the door, and they go in. The guy just, he literally shrugs his shoulders and follows him in. But I'm like, what the fuck was the point of that? Just walk in if it's your house. Like, yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Point is, two thumbs down. <laughs> yeah, that's an easy call. <laughs> that was so bad. Oh my god, it makes me want to go read the story. Not me, man. Not me. Just to see, it can't be that bad. Uh, I mean, the paintings looked great in it, though. <laughs> Just no. he, I like how he's standing in front of the librarian you're talking about, right? He's standing in front of this big gap in books, and he's holding a little book backwards for one thing, and he looks at it, and then he flips it around, looks at the spine, and then he just puts it right there, leaving this giant gap so the camera's just on his face. And then the guy walks up behind him, and he never turns. He just goes, ah, David. And it's just like, what the fuck is happening right now? This is early in the movie, like yeah. the beginning. I was hearty at that point, like, let's move this along. <laughs> I'm just like, what the hell's going on here? And wasn't he driving a... Uh, it was an Audi. Yeah, but he was on the right side, the American side. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Right, maybe... I don't... Do Germans drive on that side? I don't know. I bet we can find that out really quickly. Yeah. Okay, so I want to dispel a myth that has been put out in the world, changing subjects. Okay. So, did you hear a few years ago how there was, like, this dreadful shortage of honeybees and the world was going to end? Yeah, I mean, like, every 10 years, yeah. Yeah, bullshit. Let me just tell you, I think there's about 100 times too many of them. You you will recall at my previous house that there were problems with bees. Let me tell you, yesterday, I'm getting up, and I go around, and, I, and I'm going to, like, Forget what I was. I'm getting some food out of the kitchen before I stumbled out to the car to get around, and I noticed there's like four bees in the kitchen. I'm like, fuck. But I don't see them anywhere. I even go outside because I've been on this down this road where you could get a bazillion of them making a nest in the wall. And I don't see any. So oh, I remember. No, those were wasps at your old house. Well, we've had we had wasps too, but we yeah. had four or five different occasions where we had a massive number of bees like getting under a crack in the house or something. So so anyway, nothing. It's cool. I go around come back there's only one of them that's left when i when i get back so i just kind of leave it alone well we were having band practice you know just kind of sitting around very informal basically just eating pizza and talking yesterday and during that progressively there are more bees in my kitchen <laughs> by the time we call it off after about an hour and a half into it there are i kid you not 100 bees flying around in the kitchen what the fuck yeah fuck that so anyway I'll, I'll fast forward through the story just to say that what it turned out to yeah, be. Yeah, don't make this a color out of space thing. Let me tell you about going on a trip to find somebody that knew my, my father <laughs> from many years ago. Anyway, the hail had broken the vent cover from my vent hood on the stove. 
but now it was just open because we had tremendous hail here recently and suckers were flying in and a beekeeper and my landlord came out i was telling you you're like hey your landlord no i'm cool with my landlord my landlord showed up within an hour with a beekeeper that's pretty awesome yeah and so anyway did they already have a big nest in there no they just showed up they were just flying in he was like these are scout bees because he was like and I, i hope they're not any of mine from you know a couple miles away but anyway we just taped up the vent and then we just vacuumed them all up and they were gone i have a vacuum cleaner full of dead bees but um so you can just kill bees hey it was a fucking beekeeper man all right now you know if it was me what i've long wanted to kickstart is if there was a way to make a bee and wasp uh disposal flamethrower that wouldn't burn your other shit because that's what i feel about wasps and bees fuck about any of that stuff jesse and that's what i'm saying people that are like oh you can't hurt the bees fuck them i'll kill all of them and when it's wasps since they don't make honey or any other thing important, I don't care if we eradicate all the wasps in the world. I'm talking about a fucking wasp genocide. <laughs> I'm cool with that. I feel good about it. I remember when you sprayed that, <laughs> sprayed those wasps at your old house. I was standing like 40 yards, no, 20 yards behind you. And uh, when they came up like a cloud, <laughs> you took off running yeah, and just it. creamed yourself. Oh, I did. did you not. fell. Yeah. yeah. You see, the funny thing was, and you'd start, you would think when you started that story, I'd be like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. No, man, there's so many times I've fought wasps out there and large numbers of them. I wasn't sure, but I do remember falling out yeah. like that. <laughs> Waspy wasps. Well, for those listening, that bee story was just a, a hypothetical. That we didn't, didn't actually We didn't hurt no bees. Nah, bees. Yeah. I mean, we love uh, the bee movie with Jerry Seinfeld. So, but fuck bees. <laughs> I'm just telling you, I would love to have a hundred bees just flying around in the kitchen. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, still. Do they sting? I don't know. I followed the beekeeper. At one point, there were about 40 of them flying around us. But at this point, I just wanted the bees out of my house. Yeah. Snow was pretty easy. He's a very nice little guy. See, I wonder if there's anybody young in the beekeeping game. I think I've met three of them. They were all... This guy was by far the oldest. I mean, we're talking like this guy was not a lick under 80 years old. <laughs> Did but, he have a mask on? No. What, what about COVID, dude? Dude, at this point, I just wanted... Hey, he came to my place. That's <laughs> not my thing. I was in my home. Yeah, it's probably, I actually thought about that at one point, but I'm like, hey, you're here and I need... Yeah, to he, I mean, he's taking him... He knows. Yeah. He knows he's in the... You know, more people have died his age than anybody under 50, so. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> bees. <laughs> bees. All right. Let me look at something real quick. I like the Joust shirt. It's not the first time I've seen it by any stretch. Oh, no, I wear it all the time. Classic. That was one of my favorite video games as a kid. Lee out here posting. Mm. I guess one thing we need to talk about too on this is the. Well, no, did we already talk yeah, about we already talked about it. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm unusual for us because we have to make a new character. Uh, the previous podcast about four days ago. Still amazing. See, we must have watched the wrong one because he literally wrote great movie, and I <laughs> just, just can't not. imagine. 
more. That we watch the same thing. I don't think there's any way you could describe that as great. No. The Nun. Did you see that? No. I don't. First off, okay. Here's the thing. This is all new shit to me. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I don't watch horror movies. Because generally they're like the color out of space or that piece of shit we watched last time. Come on, man. So. Somebody put Galaxy of Terror. I'm sure that's horrible, too. (laughs) Well, I thought color out of space with it being Lovecraft. There was a chance that was going to be pretty good. And so um, that maybe is one of the reasons I'm the most pissed off is because I went into it fully thinking that this could be good. I'll be honest. With Joyride, I didn't have great expectations for that. All right. Well, we, we'll, we'll figure out a new one before next week. It, if anything, it's a good distraction. You know, a good two hours I could sit down with the lady. Well, if you haven't seen The Nun and I haven't seen The Nun, let's watch The Nun. All right. I'm already just, it's going to be two thumbs down. But if it's comparative, but what is the, I think I if the nun is part of a series, maybe we should watch the series. Now you're just signing us up for more misery. Yeah, exactly, old boy. They're making a <laughs> nun too already. I'm just saying. That's oh weird yeah. Though. Is that like Empire Strikes Back too? I don't know, but ooh, I saw they're making a Passion of the Christ too, the Resurrection. Really? Okay. Yeah, with Jim Caviezel. Okay. And Mel Gibson financing it all himself again. Yeah, I think it's part of the Conjuring series. So, let's see. Of course, it's somebody put on a, you know, being, is the nun scary? And it says, of course. Of course it's scary. The nun is ultimately a popcorn horror movie where the terror is more about the ride than it is the bigger impact. Hell yeah. The scares aren't suffocating and the feeling doesn't linger very long after viewing the movie. There you go. What's it about? It's about a young nun at a cloistered abbey in Romania who takes her own life. A priest and a haunted past. Oh, with a haunted past. And uh, uh, nov- novitate. Novitate. On the threshold of her final vows are sent by the Vatican. Nov- novitate? What word is that? Novitiate? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, novitiate. Look at you. Together, they uncover the order's unholy secret, risking not only their lives, but their faith and their very souls. They confront a malevolent force in the form of a demonic nun. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we'll watch the nun. Fuck it. Let's time out for a sec. Take a quick break. All right, so we had some technical difficulties. I couldn't talk, so that's another difficulty. But <laughs> if you were listening earlier and it sounded like Will was at the Gartner farm compared to the other farm, so like 19 miles away. I uh, was, and there's only one way down into that pass. Yeah, you got to go past my farm. But I'll also say fuck bees. Yeah. So it was because his mic wasn't working. We yeah, got we the had, problem had a preamp failure, yeah. but fortunately we got two of them. Okay. So we're back. We're not going to re-record any of that because I cannot remember a single thing I said except fuck bees and two thumbs down. Two thumbs down here too. And we're stuck with the nun now, apparently. The nun. You know, dolls are creepy. There's got to be some scary doll movies out there. You're talking like Child's Play? 
No, that movie's, <laughs> that movie's funny. Like, even the new one was really funny. Wasn't the new one supposed to be funny? Yeah, I think they all are. Bride of Chucky and all that? I feel like they're all unintentional comedies, really just comedies that they're like, but we can make people's heart race a little more, too. I think they, they share something there. Hmm. One day, there's going to be a movie that somebody suggests that's just going to, like, fuck me up. <laughs> but not so far. We're going to keep trying, though. We're going to keep trying to reach the threshold. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Two thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Otherwise, I mean, we recorded... This is almost like a bonus episode, even though it's normal. It feels like it because we just did it a few days ago. I know, but I, I don't know. I was glad, I, and in some ways, I was like, "All right, I'm really ready to do this one." I got a lot of sleep today. I'm charged up. Yeah, I think I slept pretty good last night. Pretty good. I didn't do anything else yesterday. Kind of lounged around, watched the movie, watched a couple movies. I decided, based on uh, like scrolling for something to find last night to go to sleep, I didn't want to watch a comedy. I just, I, I spend way too much time scrolling. I don't even get to that point. I don't feel like I have enough time to watch TV, and yet I feel like yesterday I don't think I accomplished a whole lot, <laughs> other than my bee safari and you know rounding and stuff like that. Well, but. I end up just turning it off and turning on sleep effects or whatever on Alexa. Half the time. Hmm. So. Nothing's enjoyable anymore. All right. Tell me about this. Nothing's, <laughs> nothing is enjoyable. Is this going to, are we going to have like two smart guys and a friend present, you know, <laughs> patient interview? Yeah. This is like uh, the slide. We're just going to chronicle my slide into the oblivion of depression. Don't do it, man. Yeah, but we're not even going to try it. This is just going to be like a social experiment. We're just going to be, we're road markers. Yeah. We're not trying to direct you. Yeah. It's like, when's the last time your dick got hard? Mm, months ago. Who yeah, knows? I don't need that. Yeah. Who cares? I can't even feel my hands half the time. <laughs> I'm just saying. That could be heart disease, not depression. But so, they probably intermingle somehow. I'm thinking that might have to do with the fact that you're <laughs> handling a vibrating device all day. Which is pretty nasty if you don't know that you're running a lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure mine. I just didn't fuck mine up. I'm good. No, you're good. All right, we need a producer. <laughs> hey, it just—it's always set up the same way. I know. All right, so what were you going to transition into? I was going to transition into. So I know that you and Josh have been working a lot on new campaign stuff. Mm -hmm. I was good. I get you to talk about something that you guys had had worked on. I'm not saying give away plot points. What I'm saying is let's let's the talk idea a little about of the game. No, not even that. Just conceptual stuff. What's something that you've you've jumped on that that's got you interested lately? Well, the main concept of our the idea is when all right. So when you created Thuria years ago with Jim Ed, right? Mm -hmm. First, not Thuria. The Laghorn game. Yeah. Which is set in the same world, same continent, just different parts. Miles and miles apart. It was known as Lost Thuria at that time. Yes. It was flooded. Uh, but the whole point, the way we set that game up was the points of light, right? Mm -hmm. And very similarly, similarly, can't talk. It's part of the depression. Uh, we were kind of. Uh, 
pigeonhole's the wrong word, but it is pigeonholing. We were human. We rolled randomly to see what family we had. We were a little bit older as characters because mm-hmm. we did have families and run farms, and we had to roll to see where in the family hierarchy we were. Right. Only two of us were head of household originally. <laughs> uh, you all got there. Yeah. Uh, so, but the, the theory of that was the points of light mm-hmm. where where we were, our little town or village, whatever it was, farmstead community a lot of the characters story was we had never left that area for you know danger on the roads uh we had basically overlords that kept you in place working Mm -hmm. because you had to work sun up to sundown because you had to turn over so much money every month yeah and which was cool and it was awesome but you know very quickly and similarly similarly uh part of that's going to be this because once you start going out into the world you experience now the difference in that game was there wasn't necessarily besides like kinkus and stuff that we ran into at low level it was mostly like the walking dead it's no longer about the zombies right it's about the other survivors right and how they interact with each other so our game is taking our current world and we're advancing the timeline 350 years There's a cataclysmic event about 50 years before, 52 years, I think is what I wrote, before our campaign starts. So living, it's almost out of living memory because, you know, the age of people dying and the, the, the way it's set up. So we have all these great things, this great country we built, Thuria, these, this amalgamation of countries that's ruled by one central area. All most of that's still there. Some names have changed, just because the the span of time and conquering of different stuff has happened over the over the three hundred years before the event happens, and then the event happens, which is drastic and fucks a lot of stuff up, which I don't want to get into until we're sitting at the table doing our characters. Sure, sure, sure. But it's gonna make it. Way, 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 way points of light. Just the amount of people, attrition of the people in each area that is, you know, it's like, uh, it's way more drastic than the leftovers where 2% or maybe it was just 1% disappeared. I thought it was 50%. No, no, no. It was, it was, it was like 1% or 2%. Okay. But it's going to be. It seemed able, like on that show, everybody needs some money. Yeah, yeah. Well, you think about it. No, I know. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. But. It's going to be like that, but because of time and all that, and then the the drop off of resources after this event occurred, and it takes out a whole portion of society, which is a big problem. So much like that book that we both read, uh, one second after, mm-hmm. right? Shit goes bad quick when stuff. Now there's no technology, mm-hmm. obviously, for us to go bad, but. So we wanted to make it like a gothic horror campaign That's in cool. the style of not necessarily, I mean, it is going to be a lot of HP Lovecraft. Hell yeah. <laughs> color, color is going to be a big part of this. Uh, <laughs> but the, I don't want to give away any much. More no, that's that. cool. But yeah, I, that's what, that's the whole gist of our campaign. And I guess even, even seeing you, couple times a week i didn't know that you guys were going for gothic horror which i think is cool that that's yeah just the the 
it's going to be, especially initially when you're low level, like, yeah, don't, it's not, now people say like, yeah, you can't fight every band of goblins because there's all, there might be a champion right. when you're low level. But seriously, it's like, I'm not designing each area for you to progress through. There's going to be some bad shit and you got to know when to walk away or avoid it. Sneak. King Rogers. Yeah. It's like playing the old rainbow six when it first came out on the computer and they had a couple levels where the whole thing was, you cannot be seen. Right. Sneak in past the guards, download the data and sneak back out. Because if they see you, you just fail immediately. Even if you killed them all, you fail because yeah. you're not supposed to be there. So that's how this is going to be in some instances. It's like, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to all just because you're a well, badass fighter. I think that's exciting mean though. Cause I mean, I think a lot of people like us that have been gaming, you know, we're in our forties. Everybody has played in bad Gothic horror because whether you've played in good Gothic horror, like Ravenloft stuff, you've definitely played in bad Ravenloft stuff. I think everybody yeah. has, cause it's so hard to execute. Yeah. Well, we're just going to try. No, so I'm not saying say. you won't. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not excited. saying I will. Cause, will, cause what man. I'm saying is I always like it in the game when we're striving to do something that's cool that hasn't been done before. Even if it doesn't, it just means it's people have tried before, but nobody's executed it. That's yeah. still awesome. We're going to give it a shot. It's just going to be gloomy and, you know, shit. Cool. There is, there's a driving force that will make you keep going, hopefully. But we'll see. Uh, we'll talk about it more when we actually okay. have to introduce I just, it. Yeah. You guys have been working on it. Because I want to do character creation basically over two nights at a table. Like that's great. Know? So, like kind of like we did with the uh, where we're not we're not necessarily worried about rolling all that but we're gonna oh the flesh, masks yeah thing. but we're gonna yeah. flesh out the background i'm gonna let you just be whatever yeah but i mean you are gonna just for instance you're all gonna be human yeah you're all gonna have the exact same birthday and you're all gonna be from this city but there's three options in the city no that's great for a little background change up, that's cool shit like that so so one thing, this is a random thought, is I'm, I'm we're sitting at, at the table that we game at, and I'm looking at my dice. And I, a couple of years ago, I got some of these gemstone dice. These are tiger eye. Um, but I, one of the things that's a problem with these, these are expensive, and, but I've wanted a couple singles to like fill out. And, and a lot of the places that I bought it, you can't do that. But I found a place online, which is the Dice Shop Online, where you can buy single dice like this. Like the the stone ones? Yeah, they're stone. They're exactly made out of this material, and you can choose the same thing between the, the stamped or the oh, okay. um, engraved. And so Here's my order, stamped? Well, the, the white ones, the opalite, are, are engraved. The the tiger eye are stamped. And, and there's pluses to both. On the stamped, I can read them easier. Yeah. Um, the opalite, they still stand out pretty well, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm still missing my die. We should uh, we should take some time look for it. That was probably me because this room went through hailstone apocalypse. I had windows broken and I had to move some stuff around pretty quick. Yeah, if it rains all week, it's gonna suck. I guess they're taped up and boarded, huh? Yeah, they watered it. Yeah. It's rained a bunch since that was happening. Okay. I mean, it when I'm in my bedroom, which also is a west facing window, you can hear that rain. Like, how did that one window break and the other one didn't? I have no idea. Yeah, and it's cool. funny too because there, there's like. A lot of these houses that have westward westward facing windows didn't break, but you know a good solid two thirds of them did. Oh yeah, we drove around. I'm telling yeah. you, it was pretty crazy. 
So there will be no deck of many things in our game. <laughs> yeah. Unless it really starts going off the rails, then I'm just like, Hey man, who was the only person who was like, I ain't drawn from deck of many things. Yeah, well, 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 well. Um, if, uh, wishes were, I don't know. There's some saying that fits. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I still would have drawn. I know. And yeah. I, there's nothing wrong with it. Obviously Collins is not, um, regretting that at all. Mm-mm. So one other thing that Josh and I at the office have been playing with, I'm grabbing a 3d printed minute miniature. We've got a 3d printer and we've been kind of experimenting with that. Yeah. He says it prints it in the resin. Yeah. So the way it works, this is a resin printer, and there's a reservoir of resin that sits there. And as your base kind of lifts its way up out, it does a layer. Each layer, it it photo cures it, and it just kind of pulls it up out of the goo. That's pretty neat. Yeah, it's there's a lot to having to build the the right kind of supports for it into the mini, like you know, like little arms of resin to go down to it. And if you don't get it right, it it fails. So it's not. I mean, so does it print it upside down? Yeah, usually you don't have to do it upside down. It's just the way you put the file in there. But mostly, it's either upside down or on its side. Okay. A lot of times, doing it on the side is easier because you can't. Like Josh is always talking about how you can't have a plane that is not attached to the base that just starts out of nowhere. So, like if you if you with this one, if you look at this mini, if you printed him like this. You couldn't print him like this and just have this hand start because he wouldn't be attached to anything. Oh, yeah, you, have yeah. to, you have to build a pylon that goes to the top, and then you just have to, to remove him and then file it off. Okay. Now, if you go from the top like that, it generally will work, but it, it's the same kind of thing. They can't. So you have to put some thought into formatting it. It's and I know people. Sturdy. Yeah, it's really sturdy, and and um, you know, it the resolution is really good as long as you don't have the miniature start to slip or something like that. Yeah, I mean. It, there's no facial expression on this minotaur, but it's pretty good. I mean, you though. can see the wraps on his hands, and we we AB'd with with some some um, filament printed miniatures from um, Hero Forge with the same file, and, and it's it's very close. Yeah, yeah, I think their resolution is better, but it's but that is a really good looking mini. Yeah, this so, one came out good. And if we, you painted this, it would be awesome. Oh yeah, I even bought some 3D printed minis off of eBay that I'm getting my man. David Stoddard to paint for me and he's like those are going to be rough <laughs> because well it's not ones we printed but they have a couple lines in them but of course I mean I, I know that with him you know see this just looks like let's, let's give a, uh, a shout out to him officially Kid Solvent Miniatures on, on Facebook just a truly amazing miniature painter oh he's on Facebook mm-hmm. Kid Solvent and I, I highly recommend him. I mean, how many minis do you think that we have from David? Probably 30. Yeah, a It's bunch. a lot. The guy does a great job, super easy to work with. So check him out if, you, uh, if you're if you looking for somebody to paint your mini. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I'm already gearing up for the campaign that comes after yours. Um, it was pretty cool to be out and about. I don't know that we need to delve into the COVID talk again, but it, it's it's funny week to week how much you know people are getting out and doing their thing. And I was pleased to see on the Louisiana side of things, our our COVID rates are not jumping back up with reopening. 
Jesse's over there photographing this mini for y'all's consumption. My hands are... This depression got my hands all shaky and shit. Man, I'm going to have to rescue you from this depression. Oh, no, no, no. I want to ride it. You want to ride it out and see what the other side? like a surfboard with a <laughs> shark chasing me. <laughs> Let's see how... Yeah, close enough. So, as I always say around this time, 588-7136, hit us up with your questions. We got a call from the representative, but I think it's going to be on the next podcast. Um, we need to hear from some of the regulars at our table. I can't believe that we haven't heard from Brian Collins or Scott Coon. That's, uh, that is a must. <laughs> I'd like to hear from those guys. Let's see. They don't. Brian don't want his voice on nothing. But I don't understand why. I think he would be a very interesting guest. Because you have to admit, there's not a whole lot of people. Brian is not cookie cutter. He is his own man. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, lazy bitch and such. (laughs) Which is a good Gen Con story. I'd love to tell that on the podcast with him here. He'd get into that. Wow, Minotaur's not a hashtag. (laughs) (laughs) You'd think there'd be more lovers of the bull. (laughs) Oh, yeah, let me just put bull. (laughs) Bull, baby. (laughs) What is this, episode nine? Eight. Tweeting that stuff out there while we talk? Just the mini, yeah. That's cool. So people can see. They'd be like, oh, that's what they were talking about. Yeah. Alrighty. So Trump went golfing, dude. That's the end of the world. I know. We're going to lose our minds about that stuff. I mean, to be fair, everybody needs a day off. Of course they do. But let's talk about what's the newest music you've listened to? Newest music? Or, yeah, something you're jamming on right now. Uh, this is definitely not new, but I started listening to a lot of, uh, Fountains of Wayne after, uh, Adam Schlesinger died, which has always been in heavy rotation with me, but I actually kind of went back and listened to it and it's like, why do I like this so much? Yeah, why? I think it's clever. I mean, it's very, um, very easy to listen to, but I think, um, I think it's just very well put together. I mean, it's not anything that's like super complex, but it's just very smart and yet fun to listen to. And I really like Chris Collingwood's voice. It's unusual, but it's I think it fits the stuff very perfect, perfectly so. How about you? What have you listened to? Nothing new. I hate new music. Like I hate getting into it and trying to, I don't know. But I've been listening to, a, I listened to Poison all day last really? day I worked how was but that that just reminds me of being like in the seventh grade so it's kind of nice that's cool uh that I mean that was it and you talk about simple <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think back you talk about poison one of the things that's funny to me cause you know I, you, I think I'm a, a year or so older than you but 
I was, I guess, so I was about eighth grade when they came out. But you know how the 80s music marketing was. If somebody had a video on or they were selling records, the MTV treated them like they were just masters of music. And so those guys were treated with so much, you know, these, they're awesome kind of stuff. When in reality, I don't think they were bad, but they yeah, were. They were just like everybody else. They just, some people, they had better videos. Right. So, you know, they were bigger than Cinderella. Even though Cinderella right. Was but who's good. a better band? Yeah. yeah, I don't, probably Cinderella. Yeah, Tom Petty blew the fuck up because of MTV, mm-hmm. even though his music is awesome. It hasn't, shouldn't have had anything to do with videos, but he had some really clever videos. Yeah, I agree. Boy, videos used to be a thing. They uh, did. Now I, I feel like only rappers make videos. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Well, MTV doesn't show videos at all. I mean, I shit, that was a complaint 20 years ago. Yeah. Now I don't even know what channel MTV is. I assure you that I bet you I haven't watched MTV in 10 years. And when I say watched, I mean I bet I have not knowingly had it on an MTV station in that remember when the real world used to be a thing yeah but i think that was kind of the beginning of the end that was mid-90s golly yeah that's a long time ago Mm. i will make a musical recommendation to you this is a a song that it's not new but it's one i've i was learning on the guitar recently and I've known about it for a long time, but the chords in it and the way the melody works is just really, uh, it's really nice. It's a crowded house song called Not the Girl You Think You Are. It's it's, it's very well put together. Okay. Almost like classical music. I mean, it doesn't sound like that, but there's a lot of... Like Metallica? No, not at all. It's just the way the chords change with no, the melody. No, I'm just saying. They're like... Yeah, they do that some of that too, but this is more like the Beatles. Okay. Um, Just some... Key changes, but yet very melodic. The Beatles. Yeah. Federal court backs California Governor Gavin Newsom's orders to ban churches from reopening. So I was talking to the representative last night, and he was telling me that in the Dominion of Arkansas to our north, they have allowed youth sports to practice if you are baseball I don't remember the division, but it was like really artificial. It's like baseball and three other sports, but not everything else. Like you can't get out and play soccer, but it's fine if because they bump into each other. I guess, but I mean, as he pointed out, or you're sitting in a dugout with everybody. Well, no, because they're even talking about for MLB that when they do play, of course, they're saying no fans. Uh, players that aren't actively playing Mm -hmm. will sit in the stands. They can't be in the dugout. I'm just saying this. As a libertarian type, the moment that the government is telling you what sport can practice, come on. Yeah. Nobody elected you guys to say. Well, the NFL came out uh, today or yesterday and just said, when we come back, we will have full stadiums. We're not doing social distancing stadiums. We're not putting seats in between. When we Start playing football. It's not going to be too empty or half-field yeah. stadium. We're bringing fans back. Wow. So, I mean, at some point, it, I ha- mean it, it has to be on the fan. Look, if you are you think you're going to die of this, don't go. Yeah. I mean, it gets to the point where you telling me, not you, but I'm just saying you telling me that I'm endangering your grandfather. <laughs> no. Fuck you. Keep your granddad in isolation then. Right. 
right? Don't come around me. Well, you're not going to the granddad. They're going to the no, granddad. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, so it's not you. So you you who are worried about your granddad, don't go to the fucking football game. Right. Right? And if you go somewhere, then only Wait go two places. Wait weeks before yeah. you go back to see your granddad. I mean, it's a bad situation, but you can't, you can't, you know, I tell carry you what, it though, to death. Just I mean, in my... Where did we go eat? Oh, we went and ate at uh, a Mexican joint on Barksdale. And uh, none of those people. Wait, did they have masks? They probably did. Well, I went to eat at Tamales last weekend. Dude, they were, and I don't mean this like overboard, they did a great job. That place, they were cleaning every surface when we walked in there on Saturday morning. Everybody was masked up and distanced out. And whether it's overboard or not, I felt like y'all, they're taking it as seriously as they could. I mean, they got to. They got to do something. Well, I know. But I'm just saying it. you can't possibly throw, throw them under the bus for that. Mm-mm. Not that you would. But my point is, like, I was like, all right, I'm impressed. I think it's more than you need to be doing if, you know, really. But you're definitely. Well, hey, that little, uh, our little waitress at, uh, where the fuck did we go? The Frozen, Frozen Piro? Piro. She kicked ass. She was there mm-hmm. constantly. Absolutely. She was masked up, working her little tail off so yeah I agree you know and we took care of her accordingly yeah definitely i feel like two dollars was very fair on a hundred dollar tab so <laughs> that's just the kind of thing you would expect i at mean the bar. we've also you know not been working come <laughs> on now i'm just kidding we 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 tipped her out good that, that was have fun. you become a better tipper since you uh oh, i became a better tipper years ago yeah because of brian but but yes, because of bartending, yeah, it makes a big difference. Good. It makes me want to call out other tables when I just look at them and like, I know they ain't <laughs> I know tipping. that bitch ain't yeah. tipping. I know she ain't. You ain't tipping. Dude, that video was funny I sent you uh, where Biden says he's going to beat Joe Biden. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That ain't the one I'm talking about. There's this video where these guys are trying to complete a bicycle trick at this giant set of stairs at some public area oh, you sent me that i saw it this morning yeah and she's yelling call the police call the police and like I, my favorite part is like a minute in the guy goes you have a phone, <laughs> you, have a phone. you call the police yeah. <laughs> well and what's the thing with, i'm gonna drive my golf cart up in the way it's like get the fuck back what are you doing i like how the dude was just ballsed up went and sat in it tried to put it in neutral and they're trying <laughs> and to push, push it, it out of the way and she pulls it right back up and the guy's just going, you want to get out of the way? You want to get out of the way? He's coming. He's pedaling right now. Here he comes. It's just so stupid, man. Karen's. Love it. Totally. I love that it's the name Karen, too. You, <laughs> you know, can't years, explain why, it, but no, you know it it's is, appropriate. Years and years ago, Dane Cook had a joke where he said, everyone has a friend named Karen, and every Karen is a cunt. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that's where it come from. comes from. So props to Dan Cook for starting the Karen, tr- you know, trend. But yeah, Karens, dude, it's the best. And you know, I feel sorry for people named Karen, but yeah, but they're equating it to the N word. Oh, really? Yeah, white women. Yeah, they hate it. <laughs> I didn't know that. It's spoiled, rich, entitled white women who hate everything. <laughs> I wonder if there's any black Karens. There's got to be. There's bound to be, yeah, man. there's got to be. There's probably some dude Karens, too. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean named that or acting that way? No, acting that way. Oh, of course there yeah, are. Yeah, Some of those fake-ass, uh, what, what are they called? Uh, the ones who act like they're they're well, men, but they're all for women's. Yeah. 
you know, all they want to do is try to get laid. Get close to them, yeah. Well, you know the SJW type's going to have a lot of Karen throughout oh, going yeah, through. Oh, yeah, true, true. But, you know, they're the main ones calling bitches Karen, so it's funny to me. That's great. Yeah. I, I love to see people argue amongst themselves. Yeah. Eat their own. Like a H.P. Lovecraft story. <laughs> a grenade down the well. Dude, <coughs> the end, <coughs> when he says, he's what's he saying? Like, are you lost? Is that, isn't that the last words of the thing? I are you so. lost? What? I know. God damn, I'm back on being pissed at this movie. I'm just saying. You want to get pissed? Watch this movie. Yeah. If you, you have an evening where you can do whatever you want, but you want to watch something that existential crisis that you're not doing enough with your life <laughs> you're doing a lot yeah you're doing way more than this guy and he probably spent some hard-earned time and money on this he did um yeah we should do a shot for shot recreation of this movie <laughs> just with around local areas like we don't need a farmhouse we'll just have a house we'll have to lock somebody in that room okay so you remember the scene where he's walking down the hillside, which clearly it looked like, you know, Black Forest in Germany, which is beautiful, I guess. With the mushroom? The mu- it, you know, it's like there's supposed to be this great impact because the mushroom disintegrates. Yeah, I didn't. And, I like, yeah, okay. And then the boy started freaking out. Thaddeus, I do remember Thaddeus, that name because I thought of Thaddeus J. Duckwaller. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. We need to get Thaddeus J. Duckwaller on here as a guest, man. <gasps> The mask. I should have brought it. I could have been Thaddeus J. Duckwaller. I hid it in the pantry, hoping to scare Tony. I put it on a box so it looks like it's looking around the corner, but she never mentioned it, so she probably didn't see it. Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, I would love that interview. That's just good time. I feel like we could do a shot-for-shot recreation. I'm telling you, if you did a shot-for-shot recreation on your iPhone, it would inadvertently look so much better. You looking up how to do it? That's great. No, I mean, we could just watch it and recreate it. We could do it. Well. All right, that was full circle. We're back to the, we did something just now. We did this complete circle on the podcast that the movie, The Color Out of Space, could not do. Which was complete itself. Yeah, it couldn't just it couldn't complete. And you know what fucking pissed me off so bad about that scene at the end where they show Berlin? I'm like, I know this is supposed to terrify me. I'm not terrified. I don't care. I'm just glad the movie's over. Well, I'm just saying, what's the worst? They throw a boy down a well? I, I, I think it like it led you to believe that it may have all been his imagination anyway. Maybe. And why did he keep focusing on the picture? That guy that played him younger, though, mm-hmm. was a really good actor. I agree. I don't speak German, but it sounded right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're like... Sounds Bullshit, good. that's all French. Yeah, but he was a good actor. He was the best part of the, the movie was him moving around. and uh, But, like, so the one girl, melt, she, like, kind of turns to dust, mm-hmm. and the blue light comes out, and then the other guy melts. Oh, yeah. Like, it showed melting, yeah. and he threw the rug over him, and yeah, it's like, okay. Anyway, fuck that movie. The Nun will be better. <laughs> I don't know about that, but we'll see. I mean, I, that, it may. I mean, I probably won't be bored. Hopefully, what <laughs> wasn't there an Anthony Hopkins movie where he was a priest and he was like exercising people? I don't know. I'm sure that that movie exists. Yeah, Even if we, you're wrong, 
but you're actually right because it exists too. Look at these. I got these quarantine nails going. I like I'm it. thinking about growing them until I can get in the Guinness book. <laughs> I think they have to like curl under for a long time, like 20 years or something. You got 20 years in you. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably uh, clip them tonight now that okay. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, just this will be like forward. one step towards, it'll be something I can accomplish in life. Now, you know what I would love to see you do? How much would it cost for you to clip them tonight and then go around telling everybody that you nearly got in the Guinness Book of World Records <laughs> for long nails, but you just clipped them and it and feels can... so different? Yeah, but you got to talk to everybody about it for about five minutes. So you can be like, yeah, I don't remember your nails being long. They're like, oh, yeah, man, they were starting to curl. Oh, they were almost over my fingertip. Yeah. That's why I was telling Tony, I'm like, man, these nails are driving me crazy. But the depression has me where I'm just like, it's going to take like eight minutes to clip my nails, maybe. I don't have time for that. I, yeah, I don't even want to think about clipping them. What if I clip it too short? Yeah, you get that feeling where it's the new skin underneath it. Like, then I have to live with that for three days. Ugh. How would you do that? I don't know. I would almost want to kill myself. I get that. So... Maybe this will be a step in the right direction, clipping these nails. <laughs> but give, up, give up the Guinness shit, dude. I'll try to clip them perfect. I am going to give up the Guinness shit, and I'm going to talk about giving it up, how I was this close that to being in. I the had people, an interview the scheduled people with people. Their way out. They were at yeah. your house, and you're like, look, I clipped I them. I just clipped them, and they're like, dude, <laughs> right. you got to give us a heads up. All right, we'll do that. I'm Jesse. I'm Will. We out.